Tomorrow is Army Day. Let's all send congratulations to the men in the Army. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. For further information about this program, read the interesting two-part story by Robert Yoder starting in the Saturday Evening Post, out tomorrow. Fibber and Molly, join us in a moment. You've heard me tell you how wonderful the new 1949 glow coat is. Well, tonight, I want to tell you about the biggest bargain in beauty ever offered by the makers of Johnson's Wax. It's the twin can sale, and here's what that means. When you go to the store tomorrow, you can get a can of Johnson's 1949 glow coat at half price when you buy one can at the regular price. Either pints or quarts. They're welded together. Take your choice. You save 29 cents on the twin pints. You save 49 cents on the twin quarts. Now, frankly, Johnson offers you this bargain for just one reason. We want you to find out for yourself how much better the new 1949 glow coat is, how much more brightly your floors will shine, how much longer the shine will last, how quickly you can transform all of your floors and linoleum. Everybody likes beautiful floors. Everybody likes a real bargain. Now you can get both. You save 29 cents on every pair of pints, 49 cents on every pair of quarts. And every drop is wonderful 1949 glow coat. One thing more. After you see that new 1949 glow, if you're not convinced that the new glow coat is the finest self-polishing wax you've ever used, we'll refund every cent you paid plus postage. Will you do this right now? Because this offer is limited, make a note on your shopping list to order twin cans of glow coat from your dealer tomorrow. It was a cinch to be a druggist in Grandpa's day. A jug of creosote, a bottle of wintergreen, a couple of mustard plasters, a jar of leeches, and you were in business. But now, oh, brother, now a druggist must run a combination department store, hospital, book nook, candy kitchen, post office, and short-order restaurant. But he still must handle a few leeches. And here's one of them with his wife in Kramer's Drug Store in Westville Vista as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly. And after you fix that fountain pen, Kramer, as per the guarantee, and trade me some razor blades for this tobacco that Doc Gandal will give me for Christmas that's stale, and give me one of them little wipers to wipe my glasses on, you can wrap a little adhesive tape around the neck of this bottle. It leaks. This cleaning fluid, you didn't buy that here, McGee. I don't handle that brand. Oh, he bought that at the drugstore down the street, Mr. Kramer. They're having a one-cent sale. A dollar a bottle or two for one ninety-nine. Yeah. <laughs> you going to fix it or not? The business I give you, you'd think I might get a little service around here. Yes, and the service I give you, you'd think I'd get a little business around here. All right, I'll fix it for you. I'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Mr. Kramer. You know, dearie, you do impose on Mr. Kramer a little. Uh, for every 15-cent purchase, you demand $12 worth of service. Well, that's the drug business, kiddo. I always say... Oh, that... McGee, here's Dr. Gamble. Hello, doctor. Hello, my dear. Hello there, melon head. <laughs> Hi, witch doctor. Medicine man come this teepee, ask drug man grind up sassafras leaf, maybe cure hiccups. 
crawl back into your Hogan squaw face. <laughs> I'm in here on business, which is probably more than you can say, having none of your own, which is why you're always meddling in other people's. <laughs> I suppose you're here to translate one of your prescriptions for Mr. Kramer, eh, Doctor? Yeah. He says your handwriting looks like a drunken centipede that stepped in the ink and staggered across your prescription pad. <laughs> oh, McGee, I don't believe he ever said anything. Kramer said he filled one of your prescriptions once without checking with you first, and it cured a woman of being left-handed. <laughs> That's a very silly... He said it apparently called for three ounces of library paste dissolved in peanut oil, mixed with paint remover, and put into capsules made out of 32 caliber revolver shells. Now, McGee, that's a Kramer very... said he gave some to his brother, too, who was also left-handed, too, and it had quite a different effect, too. He's still left-handed, but he walks around on his elbows and sings Lithuanian folk songs. <laughs> Anyhow, Kramer thinks it's Lithuanian. Nobody can quite... Understand. All right, comedian, all right. Kramer's been reading my prescriptions for 20 years without the slightest difficulty, so if you... Hey, Doc! Yeah, Ed? Come on back here when you get a minute. I want to ask you about this prescription of yours. I can't make it out. Okay, Ed. Ha. I, um... We, uh... uh, Going bowling tonight, McGee? No. No, not tonight. Got a kind of little rheumatism today, Doc. Nothing serious, just a... Just a little twinge in the small of my back. Really? Well, I have news for you, Bean Brain. You have? Yes. I have seen your back, and it has no small. <laughs> in fact, reading from top to bottom, it is large, larger, and largest. <laughs> McGee, why do you and the doctor have to bicker with each other every time you meet? Oh, well, my gosh, he's... You only... know, you sound like two strange cats in the culvert. <laughs> Heavenly day. Pardon me, are you the pharmacist? No, sis, but I know my way around here pretty well. What can I do for you? Well, I'd like to buy this big Easter egg. Oh? We're having a party for my little brother, and, well, this egg is big enough to slice up for all the children. How much is it? Well, the tag says three ninety-five, lady, but if I were you, I wouldn't let my children eat any of it because... Oh, it won't hurt them, madam. Here's your three ninety-five, mister, and you needn't wrap it. Good day. Uh, good day, sis. Hmm. She must be pretty nearsighted. Well, that football did look kind of like an Easter egg. <laughs> well, a sale is a sale. I better ring it up. Hey, look, what's the matter with this thing? The drawer don't come out. Huh. Not monkey with a dearie. Tell Mr. Kramer about yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, Kramer, the cash register is stuck. Yeah, it's been doing that lately, McGee. Never mind it. No, I'll, I'll fix it for you, Ed. Where do you keep the tools? Under the counter, but... No, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone, McGee. You always get What, when I can fix it in five minutes for a friend like Kramer? My gosh, all that's wrong with it is the drawer is stuck a little. Here. Yeah, but now, dearie, you... Stand by, kid, and hand me what I need. Now, let me see. I think if I pry it open on this side here, I can... Why, sure, sure. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. Pliers. Pliers. Small piece of paper. Small piece of... What for? I'm tired of chewing this gum. Thank you. <laughs> Now, let me see. If I take this here thing and put it there, that's Billy Mills to the orchestra and Grace Gunn.
Well, you really got this drawer jammed up, Kramer. It's stuck tighter than a piccolo player's pants to a fresh varnished camp chair at an August concert. <laughs> Just let it go, McGee. I'll get a man over tomorrow. No, no, I'll dope it out. Now, don't worry. I'll get this baby fixed if it takes all day. And it probably will. Maybe if you pry up underneath the drawer, dearie, you might be no, able to... No, I tried that. Now, look, I... McGee, will you please just leave the cash register broken? I... Oh, yes, madam, uh, something I can do? Now, let me see. If I can just get this drawer up and check the spring behind it. Hand me the pliers, will you? Pliers. Chisel. Chisel. Hammer. Hammer. Ollie. Ollie. Huh? Ollie from the Elks Club. Oh. Just come in. <laughs> Hi, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. Good morning, missus. McGee, what you doing to hand the cash register broken? If you'll excuse a foolish question. <laughs> I just stepped behind her to fix something, Ollie. Drawers busted. Oh, good gracious. You want a safety pen? <laughs> now, the, the cash register's broke. I'm working on it. You know how Mr. McGee is when something needs fixing, Ollie. Sure, I know. I got a ticket for parking by fire plug one time, missus. That's going to cost me five dollars. But McGee, he fixed it so it don't cost me nothing at all. Well, good for him. After he got through, I don't get fat or fine. I get three days in the workhouse. <laughs> yeah, that was tough, Ollie, but what happened? You was... said it was tough. Yeah. Three days in the workhouse, and I'm making no wages. You're donating my time. <laughs> well, you're not making any dough here either. You come in to buy something? Or are you just looking around? I come here for my missus, missus. She wants some hair curlers. Oh. She's going to give herself a wave in the head. <laughs> well, if she's going to give herself a home permanent dolly, you ought to get her one of those new kits. Oh, we don't need any new kits, missus. We got a house full of kits. <laughs> no, no, Molly means... My kids don't make my hair curly. They make it stood on end. <laughs> Oh, there's Kramer. Then, goodbye, Mister. Goodbye. Go on. This isn't getting this cash register drawer loose. Once I get this thing out of here and tighten up the spring in the back, it ought to work. Hammer, please. Hammer. Fire. Fire. Oil can. Oil can. Now, while the oil's soaking in good all over the drawer, I'll take you over and buy you soda. Hey, Kramer. I'm right over here behind the newspaper, McGee. Oh, oh, I didn't see you. Look, I and Molly are going to have a soda. Watch the register, will you? What do you think I've been doing, reading this paper? <laughs> we'll be right back, Mr. Kramer, and then you can relax again. Yeah. Thanks, Mrs. McGee, but that's a matter of opinion. Well, come on, kid. Let... Oh, hey, look at Wilcox over there. Who's he jabbering at? I can't tell, but I can guess what he's jabbering about. Yeah, me too. Well, come on, let's drop a few eaves. That guy's the most... Well, you see, sir, it's not only a brand-new 1949 glow coat with almost twice the shine for your floors as before, but with this new offer, the customer gets one-third more glow coat without extra cost. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally, sir, everybody knows that the new 1949 glow coat is the finest protection for linoleum floor coverings that money can buy. But remember that during this special offer, the customer gets one-third more for her money. <laughs> My gosh, who does he have? Hey, Junior. Oh, hello, pal. Hiya, Molly. Hello, Mr. Uh, excuse me while I finish with this gentleman here, kids. So, uh, tell your wife about Glowcoat's new offer, sir. She already knows Yeah, how... but look, Junior. 
She already knows how much time glow coat saves because it shines as it dries to a beautiful, lustrous finish without rubbing or fluffing. But tell her about this new money-saving offer, sir, because... With... Oh, who are you talking to, Mr. Wilcox? <laughs> a man behind the counter there, the well-dressed chap in the double-breasted suit. Oh, cut it out, Waxy. That's the mirror behind the fountain. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. What? Well, gee whiz, kids, can you imagine that? He knew it. I thought that fellow looked familiar. Yeah. I guess I got a little steamed up about this new offer. That yes, we're we'd ask you more about it, Mr. Wilcox, but I have a strange feeling we'll hear it anyway. Will you have a soda with us? No, 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 thank you, Molly. I've got to go send a wire to my aunt. Your aunt? Yes, big squeeze, Wilcox. She's doing a stretch in Chicago. <laughs> doing a stretch? My gosh, in jail? Oh, no, no, pal. She's a girdle model at Marshall Field. Squeeze <laughs> uh. Wilcox. That guy's got some of the strangest relatives I ever... Doggone it, where's that soda jerk? Oh, hey, Milk. How about some service here? Okay, folks, I saw you. No use coming until you call me. Won't it be? Well, now, let me see. I think I'd like Don't to... make it too complicated, will you? I, I just got my counter cleaned up. Customers make a bigger mess than anybody. <laughs> well, my wants are simple, bud. Just give me a plain, ordinary banana split with four scoops of ice cream, cherries, walnuts, marshmallow, strawberries, pineapple, and a dash of chocolate. Give me just a chocolate marshmallow sundae, Milton. Uh, couldn't you take a banana split too, ma'am? It seems like a shame to split a whole banana just for one order. <laughs> Look, Milt, just put the whole banana on mine. That's okay. And get with it. Well, a, a banana split is made with a split banana, Mr. McGee. Uh, 35 cents. If I used a whole banana and didn't split it, it wouldn't be a banana split. I wouldn't know how much to charge on the thing. Oh, well, just give him a chocolate sundae, Milton. Okay. With vanilla ice cream. We always make chocolate sundaes with chocolate ice cream. <laughs> That's why we call it chocolate, see? I want it with vanilla. I like vanilla. It's more healthier full. It's full of, uh... <laughs> it's full of, uh... Butter, fat... Yeah, huh? You, you, you wait right here. I'll ask Mr. Kramer about using a whole banana. It's the first time this problem ever came up. I hope he doesn't realize he's serving Sundays on Tuesday. That'll really throw him. <laughs> that sort of jerk is really a... Hey, there's Latrivia. Hi, Latrice. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Sit down and have a half a banana with us. We're going to have one left over. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Hello, McGee. But I don't want anything. Oh, feels good to sit down for a few minutes. My feet hurt. Been walking a lot, Latrice, or did you bruise your heels propping them up on your desk? <laughs> no. No, I had an accident last night. Oh? My car broke down about three miles out of town, and I couldn't hitch a ride. Had to come home by way of Shank's mayor. Who's he, Mr. Mayor? Do we know him? Who is who? Mr. Shanks. The man you said you came home on his horse. Probably a farmer out that way. A lot of farmers out in the country, Molly. Oh? No room for a farm in the city. 
Now, now, wait. Let's not now, get Lucky started. for you, the guy happened along with his mare, Latrib. <laughs> you might have had to walk home. I did have to walk home. Huh? That's why I said... Why, I Mr. To... Mayor, you just finished telling us you rode home on a horse. No. No, Molly, I said nothing about a horse. I know... No, he didn't, didn't, Molly. He said he rode home on a mare. You see, a horse and a mare are two different kinds of horses. <laughs> like there's two different kinds of ducks. A drake and a rooster. <laughs> right, Latrib? Yes. Uh, no. No. No, I... Look, look. I uh, was did using... Did you know old... this uh, Mr. Shanks before, Mr. Mayor? <laughs> or did he just come along and offer you his mare to ride? Neither one. I didn't ask anyone to lend me a horse. Mare, you said. Mare. Yeah. Nobody offered a mare to me to ride. Huh? I didn't even talk to anybody. Why, my gosh, Latrib, you mean you simply clumb on that mare and galloped off without asking the owner? Why, Mr. Mayor, that's rustling. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. Oh, dear, our own mayor, a horse thief. (laughs) Is this the first horse you ever stole, Your Honor? On Your Honor? No, it isn't. I mean, yes, it is. Look, you two are trying... I didn't heal anybody's horse. Huh? What? Uh, uh, Shank's mare is merely... Now, now, uh, now, Mr. Mayor, please... People are looking over this way. Yeah. <laughs> Pipe down, Latriv. Want the sheriff to hear you? Here. Here, Mr. Mayor. Have a glass of water. Thank you. Want an aspirin, boy? Hey, Milk, get the mayor a bear. <laughs> never, never mind, thanks. I'll be all right. Uh, here's your Sunday, folks. And I couldn't find the bananas, Mr. McGee. So I put an apple on yours. <laughs> okay, Milt. My gosh, Latrib, if it's going to get you all excited, let's forget it. Molly and I can keep our traps shut. Why, of course. Thank you. Certainly. And you do one thing for us, Mr. Mayor. Gladly. You go right home, and you call Mr. Shanks on the phone, and tell him you'll bring his horse around tonight. Yeah. Bring his what? Horse around, Mayor. <laughs> We know you're no horse thief, boy. You may crowd a ballot box here and there, but by George, we'll tell Shanks... You don't have to sell Shanks anything. Huh? Well, Hanks. Huh? I didn't smeal any hair from Manx. Why, you said... Hair from Manx? Thanks. Thanks. Don't mention it. I never said I hold a heel there. You're a heel there. You're the one that's refusing me of horse leaving the rust. Horse that little kid. Kids snuffling a hat. Have sniffling a snapping. I mean, you know, you I would... You... Everyone in the store looking at us. Oh, indeed they are, Mr. Mayor. Good. I have to leave now, and I won't have time to eat this pineapple sundae. So I want you to have it. Oh, well, thanks, boy. I don't know if I can eat it, You but... won't have to eat it, McGee. Just comb it out of your hair. <laughs> comb out of my hair, will you? Good day. Good day. <laughs> I'll do it again, Mayor. That'll be 83 cents, Kingsman and Lavender Blue. Great-grandfather met great-grandmother when she was a shy young miss. Great-grandfather won great-grandmother with words more or less like 
king, dilly dilly, I'd need a queen. Who told me so? Who told me so? I told myself, dilly dilly, I told me so. If your dilly dilly heart feels a dilly dilly way, and if you answer yes, in a pretty little church on a dilly dilly day, you'll be wed in a dilly dilly dress of lavender blue, dilly dilly, lavender green. Then I'll be king, dilly dilly, and you'll be my Cash register drawer working now, Molly. I will have in a minute. Cotter pin? Cotter pin. Rubber cement? Rubber cement. Cigar butt? Too short. Throw it away. Gladly. <laughs> ah, here we are. Now, let's try it again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, it doesn't open yet, dearie, but I will say you've had an interesting effect. <laughs> That's because it's coming loose, kiddo. Give me another five minutes. Oh, no. look, McGee, Mr. Kramer is glowering at oh, us. I don't think he thinks you can really fix that cash. Well, then it'll be all the more surprise to him when I do. To me, too, frankly. <laughs> there seems to be something inside here that... Maybe if I took the Wait a minute, bolt... McGee, here comes the old-timer. Huh? Hello there, Mr. Old-timer. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, kids. Working in the drugstore now, eh, Johnny? Well, uh, good for you. Always knew you had ambition in spite of what everybody says. Every boy your age... No, 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 no. I ain't working here. Cash register's broken, Mr. Oldtimer, and himself here's trying to fix it for Mr. Kramer. Yeah. Oh. Well, good luck with it, Johnny. Them cash register people have got a wonderful slogan. It's guided me all through my life. What's the slogan? Cash registers. Believe me, Johnny, it certainly does. <laughs> well, I don't think you'll get an argument out of anybody on that, Mr. Oldtimer. Was there something you wanted in here? Yep, yeah, come to see about my foot warmer, kids. Use it on my bed, a see? A foot warmer. Well, that sounds like a good idea. What is it, an electric pad? Nope. Cocker spaniel, daughter. Sleeps across my feet at night instead of wool socks. Like to sleep warm, kid. <laughs> well, I bet you sleep loud, too. <laughs> what kind of a bed have you got, old-timer? A feather bed? Nope. Brass, Johnny. Oh. I had a bad experience with a feather bed one time when I was just a kid. Well, we'd like to hear about it sometime, but right yes, now... Yes, sir. You see, Mama stuffed us a feather mattress about four foot thick with goose down, and us kids had slept in it, see? Yeah. I want to tell you, we looked mighty cute sleeping there, all nine of us in a lump in the middle. 
with enough extra mattress sticking up around us to smother a hippopotamus. Yeah, that's very fascinating. Well, sir, one night somebody's toenail ripped a hole in the ticking. I, I slipped through it into the feather. Woke up in the morning in the middle of that goose down, thought I was caught in a blinding snowstorm and liked to froze to death before I could march my way down to breakfast. <laughs> the papa slapped my ears off for sneezing feathers into the maple syrup. <laughs> I've been allergic ever since. <laughs> allergic to what? Feathers? No, nope, to sleep a nine in a bed. Go on, kid. Oh, look, Snooky, let, let us go home, too, and let Mr. Crane... No, I got this cash drawer practically fixed now, Snooky. All it needs is... The spring's too slack. Won't push the drawer out. Hey, McGee, will you please leave that cash register alone and go on home? I can fix it myself. You don't have to, Ed, my boy. I got it all done. You see what I done, Molly? I was just loosen up the slide, see? And tighten the spring. Now, you better stand back a little to one side. I'm going to try it out. McGee, don't you think Mr. Kramer would rather you'd let Watch it go? Watch this, baby. When I fix something, I fix it. For good. Watch that drawer come out now. through the front window. Hey, who's through there? Here he comes. What do we do? Graham, give me my hat. Hat. Your purse. Purse. Car keys. Car keys. Which door? Back door. Back door. Wait for baby. River and Molly return in just a moment. This is a reminder, a reminder that for a very limited time, the makers of Johnson's Wax are making an unprecedented bargain offer. You can get a can of Glow Coat, the wonderful new Glow Coat with the new glow, for one-half its usual price when you buy another can at the regular price. That means a saving of 29 cents when you buy twin pints, 49 cents when you buy twin quarts. See your Johnson dealer tomorrow. You'll not only get a brighter glow, a longer-wearing glow on your floors and linoleum, you'll save money doing it. Hey, Molly. Don't let me forget to get a Saturday evening post tomorrow on account of that story on Wistful Vista. All right. I can get one at the newsstand at the Union Station. Why not at Kramer's? I think you ought to give him the business. Yeah. I stick my nose in there. You know who's going to get the business. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racing Wisconsin and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night. Where did all those fingerprints on your furniture come from? You'll be asking where in the world did they go to when you use Johnson's Cream Wax. It's the cream wax that cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly that using it is practically as easy as dusting. With Johnson's Cream Wax, you can both clean and polish a big tabletop in a few short moments. That's because it not only cleans in a moment, it dries in a moment. So you can polish your table without waiting. What's more, there's no Dutch casting oil in Johnson's Cream Wax. So tomorrow, clean and polish all your furniture to lustrous beauty. Do it with the fastest wax furniture polish you can buy. Johnson's Cream Wax. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.